Hey, this is Madeline Sklar, and you're listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast with Jan Alunga. This is episode 23, and today we talk about Twitter marketing. Here we go. Welcome to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey there, how's it going? You heard it in the intro. I'm your host, Yanni Lunga, here from 360entrepreneur.net, having a blast podcasting and bringing you an awesome new guest and new episode of this show. And I'm really pumped about today's topic because today we talk about one of my favorite platforms, or actually probably my favorite platform when it comes to social media. Today we talk about Twitter and we talk about Twitter marketing. And I know that when starting out, People usually focus on Facebook. They open a Facebook page for their business. Maybe they don't know much about Twitter, how it works, or they, if they know a little bit about it, maybe they found it too chaotic because Twitter is very, very dynamic. There is something happening every second. So for some reason that people tend to ignore Twitter or perhaps a huge mistake some people make on Twitter is actually creating a Twitter account, getting started and then forgetting about it. And that's a big mistake. So. If that's you, if you have a Twitter account, I want you to do two things. First of all, make sure to let me know that you're listening to this episode. You find me at Yannick underscore Ilunga. Make sure to let me know. And number two, make sure to get ready to take action because we have some actionable tips today that are really going to help you turn your Twitter presence around. They're really going to help you stand out from the crowd. Or if you're just starting out, you have no idea, you're going to get some grasp on how Twitter works, and how you can get the most out of it. Before I tell you more about who's joining us today, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. Being from Switzerland, I know quite a lot about Swiss Army knives and time. I mean, after all, Switzerland is the country of watches, right? When it comes to social media, Social Oomph is my Swiss Army knife. With Social Oomph, I can put my social media marketing on autopilot and I can focus on networking and building valuable connections. Schedule tweets, track keywords, manage Facebook and LinkedIn profiles, groups, pages. Social Oomph does it all. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash social oomph to get Social Oomph for free or even snatch the free 7-day trial for Social Oomph Pro at 360entrepreneur.net slash social oomph. All right, so today we are joined by my good friend, Madeline Sklar. Madeline is a social media expert. She's the top three social media influencer in Houston, which is the fourth largest city in the US. So you can imagine how important that is. She's a business coach. She's a speaker and she knows Twitter like very few people in the world. So she joins us to share her expertise, to give out some actionable tips and also to talk about her course, Twitter Smarter. You find the downloadable action guide for this episode, the show notes, the links to everything Madeline and I mentioned at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 23. Here is Twitter marketing with Madeline Sklar. 
Hey everybody, how is it going? I hope you're having a great week. I'm having a fantastic week and I'm about to have an even better time because we have a super special guest joining us today and I'm really excited about having her here on the podcast. I've interviewed her before for my music business podcast. I've recently co-hosted a webinar with her and she's one of the top social media marketing experts, especially when it comes to Twitter. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Twitter marketing. And we have joining us the number three social media power influencers in power influencer in Houston. She's a connector. She's the founder of Gogers Music. She's a blogger. She's a podcaster. And I'm super excited to welcome on the show Madeline Sklar. Hey, Madeline, how's it going? I'm doing great, Jan. How are you? I'm great. First of all, thank you so much for all the golden nuggets you share every single day on Twitter at Madeline Sklar. Thank you. I love doing that. It's a passion of mine to share information and help people better understand how to use Twitter. Love it. And and I think that most of the listeners know about you, especially those who are on Twitter. So as I said, you are at Madeline Sklar. But can you tell a couple of things about yourself in case we have some, someone joining us who doesn't know about you yet? Well, I've been doing a lot of different things for the past 19 years. I started off being a web designer here in Houston, Texas, where I live. And I was one of the first web designers here, like back when it was so new that most people had not heard of a .com yet. <laughs> so I spent a great deal of time learning how to program websites. I basically became a programmer. I was like an HTML programmer. It was very cool. I loved helping people and I loved teaching and sharing my knowledge. Also, at the same time, I started a website called Go Girls Music. And it was little like a little side project. It was a thing to help connect independent female musicians together because at the time I played guitar and I was getting frustrated going to guitar shops and getting ignored. And I'm like, is this, you know, because I'm a woman? Is it because I live <laughs> in the South? You know, what's the deal? So I started the website for fun and it grew into this huge thing. So I'm well known in the music world for being this woman that brings musicians together and we put on showcases and music events all over the world. And it's just been an amazing experience. But my passion has always been to teach people how to be better with their online marketing. And in the last 10 years, I've really focused on social media. I'm just a nerdy geek that likes to <laughs> learn, you know, the new, the latest greatest app and figure out how to make it work. I'm a lot like Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, we're the type of people where if there's a new app out, rest assured, we're the type of people that'll be up all night learning how to use it and how to apply <laughs> it to entrepreneurs so that they can use it. So I love it. I love being that way. And so that's, that's my thing. And, and Madeline, you know, in my show notes and, and the list of questions I have for you, I've added a, a, a question that is actually gonna, I'm gonna ask you at the end, because you were talking about this on Twitter, actually with Kim Garst, who she's also been here on the podcast before on, on episode four, where we talked about how to rock social media marketing for authenticity. And is a question that has to do with apps. So I'm gonna ask you about that more. And you have uh, hosted and you're still hosting the largest music 
chat on Twitter every Thursday, the GG chat. So you're really all over Twitter. And the first question I think some of the listeners are, are asking themselves whether they don't have a Twitter account yet or they already have one is, do you have tips on how to craft a killer Twitter bio? And also maybe if you have some recommendations in terms of types of pictures to use as profile picture and cover picture. Oh, absolutely. This is something I teach in my Twitter Smarter class. And what's interesting is that yesterday, I'm doing the live class right now in this month. And yesterday was the week one. It's like a one hour training for four weeks. So yesterday was the how to build the perfect Twitter profile. And these were the exact things I went over in great detail, like basically 24 hours ago. So it's really (laughs) interesting that it's like, wow, okay, here we are a day later and I'm going to talk about the exact same thing. And I love sharing this because I find that a lot of people don't really know some of the little ins and outs with this. So Mm -hmm. having a really good bio is extremely important. And this is always the first thing I teach in my Twitter courses. And the reason why is because when you're out there tweeting and you're following and you're retweeting and you're doing all that on Twitter, the first thing somebody's going to do when you're doing that is they're going to go look at your bio. They're going to go check you out and see, well, who is this person? Who is this Madeline Sklar? And why mm-hmm. should I even pay attention to her? And why should I follow her? So by having a really good descriptive and compelling bio is the difference between them following you and caring about you or not. So again, the, the two words here is descriptive and compelling. That's what you want your bio to be. So I crafted mine to really say everything there is to know about me very concisely. And I only have 160 characters to do it. So for the bio, keep in mind 160 characters. I always recommend for people to try to utilize as much of that as possible. Don't be short. Don't just do a one-liner. Do something that really (laughs) says who you are and what you do. And Jan, you have a really good descriptive bio on Twitter. Yours is very impressive. Thank you, Madeline. So I I take this opportunity to to send out my Twitter handle at Yannick underscore Ilunga if you want to take a look at how I've crafted my bio or if you want to take a look at an even better profile, definitely check out Madeline's. Again, she's at Madeline Sklar. (laughs) Yes. And and you know what's really good about yours, Jan, and, and this is what I always recommend, is to put in some some hashtags because it makes them pop. It makes them stand out. And you have entrepreneurs and you have online marketing. And I love how you hashtag entrepreneurs and marketing. And while it's not necessarily to go send people to those hashtags, it's really a great way to make them spotlight and, and be bolded on. You know, you can't bold them. So it's in a way is, is how you could bold it and make it stand out. So mm-hmm. I really like the way you did that. And you also are tagging your jazz spotlight, which I think a lot of people don't realize they can tag another profile. And I have my Go Girls music. I'm like you. I'm juggling two different profiles. <laughs> so I make sure in my pro in my bio I I tag my at Go Girls music so that I could send people over there. So I mine says at Go Girls Music Founder. 
doctor. And that way people can go over there. And on my bio, I have helping entrepreneurs shine. So I made entrepreneurs a hashtag and that makes that word really pop on my bio. So I think that that's a really great way. The other thing that's important to know is that in your bio, you can put a link to a website. Now, when we're setting up our Twitter, or if you're going in and optimizing your Twitter, you definitely want your .com in there. And there's a place to put a web address. But in your bio, you could also put a link to something else. And right now, I'm promoting my Twitter Smarter class. So in my bio, it says become Twitter Smarter. And then I put a colon and I put twittersmarterclass.com. And it's a link mm-hmm. that'll take you right to the web page. So I think that's a really smart thing to do is that, you know, for musicians that I counsel, I always tell them in their bio, you know, link to uh, music on your YouTube or your SoundCloud, you know, take people directly to the link, even iTunes. Um, and then with uh, somebody that has a podcast, you know, link directly to an episode like their most recent, you know, if you probably have your .com going to your podcast, but in the bio, you can individual one like your most recent you can have a lot of fun with this i always recommend people to take the time to go through their bio and make it the best it could possibly be and then your other question jan is about the images and you can have a profile image and you can have your your big what we call the um header photo Mm -hmm. is what they call it and that's the really big one going across the top and it's really important to have something really good that pops out. I see people putting in for the big photo something that is a low resolution and it doesn't translate well on the screen because we have such a big space to work with. So it's really important to um, make sure you have something that fits properly. It it could even be an opportunity to go and have a professional photo shoot so you have something really nice to put on the page. Now yours is done really well on your Yana Lunga page because you've got your podcast and what you did is you took little photos of guests that you've had on. Mm-hmm. And I think it looks really good that it's, it's spotlighting all of these awesome people on your show. And I look at it as basically a big advertisement, like it's a big banner advertisement. So you can have mm-hmm. a lot of fun with this. So you've done a good job with yours. Um, the And then your profile image should be something that is really nice, really inviting. You're smiling in yours. I'm smiling <laughs> in mine. I think that's really important. It lets people relax and they feel like they know you, they're fr- you know, your friends. Uh, with mine, I'm looking right at the camera and I like that a lot. Yours, you're looking off to the side and that's okay. I think the important thing is, number one, having it up close so that people can see who you are, and and number two, smiling. I think those are the two best things. And if you could be looking right at the camera, that's not a bad thing. I'm looking at the small images you have going on your uh, on your header, and actually every single one of them, they're smiling and they're looking right at the camera. So mm-hmm. Actually, people can come over and, and look at Jan's, and and I think this can you know give you some really good ideas of everybody with nice headshots and smiling. I think that's really important. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a great recommendation. And and guys, you know about my uh, header image. I actually created it using using Canva. Uh, Canva.com is a free tool, and if you want to learn more about Canva and other uh, apps and tools you can use to craft amazing visual content, definitely go to 360entrepreneur.net slash episode five, where we talked about that with Donna Maurice of Socially Sorted. And and Madeline, 
Twitter is probably the most dynamic or one of the most dynamic social media platforms. And there are there are things happening every single second. So do you have some tips in terms of how we can stand out in this noisy landscape on Twitter? You know, Jan, there are so many ways to stand out. So um, a couple of my favorites are, number one, crafting really good tweets. And, and here's what I mean by that. It's so easy to get on Twitter and say something like, oh, I'm listening to this great podcast with Madeline Sklar and Jana Lunga and check it out. And that's it. Well, if they're not tagging us, we don't know we're being <laughs> talked about, right? So mm -hmm. number one, I always tell everybody, tag whoever you're talking about. Even if you need to take a moment and go look them up and make sure you're tagging the right username. And if you're not even sure and you can't find them, go and Google them and find it. And it's really important to have the proper username and tagging them. So if you tag the person, they see it in their notifications, and then you have the opportunity for them to retweet it or reply and talk to you. So it's really important to do that. And it's also good to use hashtags as needed, um, it, like for instance, you know, we're talking about um, things that are going to be in your 360 Entrepreneur podcast, and on your bio, you use it as a hashtag, which is really great. So, pound 360 Entrepreneur. So, if somebody was doing that tweet, they should tag us. They should put in pound 360 Entrepreneur and use your hashtag, and that would be a great tweet that would stand out. Another way to stand out on Twitter is to go participate in Twitter chats. There are so many Twitter chats. Actually, Jan, I think that's how you and I met was through yeah, my exactly. Twitter chat. It's a great way to connect and meet interesting people, people that are in your business, and people that are interesting. So I started Twitter chat. Let me tell you the story about kind of like a little backstory of how mine came about. I run my Go Girls music community, and I'm always looking for ways to provide extra value-added services. Like, what can I do to offer something to make it even better? So years ago with Twitter, I thought, uh, why, don't, why don't I start a Twitter chat? This could be a great way to bring our musicians together through Twitter. Even though a lot of my members at the time were not using Twitter, I thought, why don't I start this? So I came up with the hashtag poundggchat, so the GG is short for Go Girls, and it immediately took off. I said, I'm going to be here every Thursday at 9 o'clock Eastern. If you want to join me, come over to this hashtag, use the hashtag, we'll chat. And it just became this big thing week after week after week, and it slowly grew. And over time, some of my musician friends that were guys would come on. And because Twitter is public, I'm not going to tell my friends, hey, you can't be on it because you're a dude. You know, we're, Go Girls is not <laughs> like that. You know, um, even though our requirement to join is that you have to have at least one female in a group to join our Go Girls community, we still love the guys. And most times, the guys are part of our community. But for the Twitter chat, it slowly became this thing where, where more and more guys came on, and I'm okay with that. And now here we are, three and a half, almost four years later, and this has been every week. I've done this chat every single week, holidays included, for the last three and a half years. And right now we're at a place where it's 50% guys and 50% girls. So it's like a 50-50 with the guys and the girls. It's all about just community and bringing people together. That's what a Twitter chat does. And what we do is each week we pick a topic for something that has to do with the music business. Uh, we're going to be chatting today and talking about 
music business education. I have a, uh, a guest on today that's going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So week after week, I try to bring guests on. Sometimes we'll just have an open discussion, but it's a great way to bring people together and people connect with each other. Like I just host it. I moderate it. But most times I just sit back and I watch people chat with each other. Mm-hmm. And through that, they become friends and they become colleagues and they do things outside of the chat together. And that's what it's all about is bringing people together. So if you want to stand out on Twitter, that's a great way is to jump on these Twitter chats. You can go and Google and find so many different chats out there. Um, another way to stand out is just getting on Twitter and listening to conversations, listen to what people are talking about and finding opportunity to jump into the conversation where you can do a reply and talk, or you could just do a retweet or a favorite. And, And these are ways where you get on the radar. If there's somebody you're trying to reach out to, in your business, say there's an industry leader or a thought leader and and like you're trying to, to communicate with them, start by retweeting some of their tweets Mm -hmm. and just listen to what they're talking about and find opportunity to not spam and not be creepy, but just have conversation. Love it. And actually, Madeline, thank you for telling us the, the story behind the Gigi chat, because I'm sure that some of the listeners who are maybe not familiar with that, they may be wondering, you know, what is Jan doing in a, in a chat that is called Gigi chat? So <laughs> you, you made it, you made it very clear that is a music business chat for, for all the people who are interested in music. And it's great that you have now that the chat takes place twice every Thursday so that there is a time where people like me here in Europe can still join there even though it's evening but it's not too late in the evening and then you have the other one where you have people there from the States and maybe also people from Australia where it's early morning. We talked about quite many things already and you told us about how to cut through the noise on on Twitter. And I want to ask you for for some recommendations in terms of tools, because I know that the right tools can really make life easier on Twitter. And I know that you're really passionate also about about tools, about finding out new tools. So do you have any recommendations or maybe can you share with us some of the tools, if not all the tools you use on a daily basis that really helps you do all the great things you do on Twitter? Oh, sure. I I am a big fan of tools. Tools can help make things a lot easier. You know, before the tools were available, you're at twitter.com and there's plenty you can do. But what I found when, when tools became available, it allowed you to cut the time pretty much in half of what you're spending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So for example, um, when I'm at twitter.com and I, I do use lists, lists are very, very helpful and, and so incredibly useful when you are researching, when you are watching what people are talking about. Um, you can you know divide them up into different categories. Well, when you're at twitter.com, it's a slow process to go and view your list because you have to do it one at a time. Mm-hmm. So I like using Hootsuite and I use Hootsuite primarily to watch my various lists so I can very easily see what's going on. And and it's a lot like TweetDeck. Now TweetDeck and Hootsuite came out at the same time. I opted for Hootsuite because I like their interface better. And when I'm on my Hootsuite, I can have three or four columns 
on the one screen and I can easily see everything that's going on. So for instance, I'm on you know, my Madeline Sklar Twitter, and I can just quickly and easily see what's, you know, check out the mentions so I can see who's talking about me. I can go and look at the different searches I have in place for different hashtags, and I can look at the different lists, and I can scan through it super quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been very important to me, and that really cuts my time down on using Twitter. The other tool I like is Buffer, and Buffer is great for scheduling Tweets. Now, Hootsuite does this too. Hootsuite has a very good scheduling capability in place, but I switched to Buffer several years ago because I just liked it better. I like their interface, mm-hmm. but also here was a big thing. I do a lot of tweeting on my iPhone. I find that there are times where I can do things faster if I just go on the Twitter app um, on my iPhone. But there's a really cool integration that Buffer has done with Echo Phone. And Echo Phone is a really powerful Twitter app. Uh, it's Echo Phone and it's E-C-H-O-F-O-N. So F is in Frank, O-N, Echo Phone. And what I'm able to do is I can go into Echo Phone on my phone and I can go through my lists and when I see something that pops out that's like a really good uh, tweet that I want to share on my Twitter that I want to schedule for later, I can actually tap on retweet and it will give me an option to say retweet via buffer. Oh. And I love that. I love that so much. So in one tap, I can do that and uh, I can instantly have that particular tweet over in my buffer and have it scheduled for later. Love it. I have found this to be super effective when I'm out and about and I want to manage my Twitter on my phone. Yeah, no, that's, I think maybe the Echophone might be the, the app I came across uh, some time ago on Twitter. Someone was, was talking about an app that allows you to schedule retweets. So it's probably uh, Echophone that you just mentioned. And I also use uh, Hootsuite the same way you do so to to monitor lists i i used to use hootsuite and buffer for for scheduling my posts but since i came across a uh, social home who uh, uh, guys and if you have been listening to the podcast before you've also uh, heard that social home is a sponsor for the podcast so since i came across social home i've really used it a lot for for the content uh, promotion aspect of of my social media marketing strategy and and I actually talk about uh, content curation, about the different tools I use, about content curation. I talk about all this in my free course, Smart Social Media Automation. So guys, like always, you find the links to everything. Madeline and I have been talking about the all the apps we have mentioned, the link to my course, free course that you can get. You just sign up to the email list and you get the free course there in the show notes. And and you know you mentioned Ecophone and and it's a, it's great and it's important to really leverage tools that really makes it easier for you to to share your message with the world and Twitter has relatively recently because now has been out for some time launched the Twitter cards and I think Twitter cards can be a great tool and I wanted to ask you what it, what is your your thought on on Twitter cards Yes, Twitter cards are are a really great tool. I think they're really underutilized because I think people just don't realize 
we have this available. And so I definitely encourage people to check it out. Uh, there's some really good articles that explain it and show you step by step. Um, here's some interesting stats on Twitter cards. Businesses that are using Twitter cards are getting 89% more favorites, Whoa. 18% more clicks, and 150% more retweets. That's powerful. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. So, more engagement. Yeah, they're getting more engagement. They're traffic to website. So I highly encourage people to go check out uh, the Twitter cards. And there are different types of cards. So it really depends on what are you trying to do. There's there's a summary card. There's a photo card. Uh, an app card that's great if you have a mobile app and you want to send people over to your mobile app. I've worked with uh, a mobile app company and that card really came in handy. Um, there's a lot you can do with this and I, it definitely is worth taking the time to do and setting it up because you. I think one of the best features is using this to get people to join your mailing list mm -hmm. because as you know with social media Social media, you you, you want to get people onto your mailing list, but you don't get access to people's mailing uh, their email addresses through Facebook or Twitter or any of the social media. So what you want to do is you want to try to ask people to come over to your website and join your mailing list. But the beauty of a Twitter card is you can have this set up and right in your tweet have people click one button and join your mailing list. And what it does is it uses the email address that they use for their login to Twitter. So whatever your login email address, you can easily do this through a Twitter card and have it sent into somebody's mailing list. It's a really great feature. Madeline, you're really rocking this episode. And before we continue, it's time to show some love to today's sponsor. Before I found out about Social Oomph, I would spend hours promoting my content on social media. Now with Social Oomph, I can easily schedule updates on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, put those on autopilot and let Social Oomph work its magic. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash social oomph to sign up and boost your social media productivity today. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And what you mentioned that people, you know, that you can collect email addresses basically from Twitter using Twitter cards. And I've, I've came across some great examples. I think it was yesterday. I was reading a post about how to grow your email list and, and I will add the, the screenshots of, of those because in that post they, they mention a couple of companies that were using Twitter cards in a, you know, in a great way that were really the images they used. They were really eye, eye popping. They were really standing out and, and, you know, they were really driving traffic to their, you know, from Twitter to their, uh, email service provider. So I'll definitely link, uh, put those in the show notes so that if you are intrigued about Twitter cards, you can follow those as example and, and take inspiration. And, and I said this early on. And finally, it is time to ask you the question. I, I said earlier, you have been talking about this on Twitter with Kim Garst some days ago. Uh, some days ago, remember, I saw your exchange, Periscope and Meerkat. These new apps that are available for, for live streaming on Twitter. So first of all, I have to ask you, do you have a, a preference between Periscope and Meerkat? Which one do you, do you pick? 
You know, this is such a great question. I'm so glad you're asking this. And some people may not even know, you know, like what, like they're hearing about Meerkat and Periscope, like what the heck is it? You know, it's live streaming from your phone and it's such a great tool to use in your business. Just about anything that you're doing, you could come up with a way to utilize uh, either of these apps. Now, Meerkat came out first. So Meerkat has been out uh, since March. And Mm -hmm. I jumped on that because I love being an early adopter to uh, new technology and all the latest apps. So that came out first and I fell in love with it. It it was very limited in functionality, but we, you know, everybody would, why, why doesn't it do this? Why doesn't it do that? And I'd be like, well, it's only been out for five days. Give us time. <laughs> like a week later. Well, it's only been out for two weeks. Give them time. Like they didn't realize it would explode and be this huge thing. And then we kept hearing that another one was coming out called Periscope and it was owned by Twitter. And I was telling everybody every day that goes by that Periscope is not released, Meerkat is going to get bigger and more popular and, and, and it's going to be harder to get people off of that and using Periscope. And so Periscope was finally released um, uh, towards uh, the end of March. And because it's owned by Twitter, they have a lot of power behind it. And it is a really good tool. I do like it. Um, it, You know, it's hard to say if there's a favorite because I'm liking both. I'm using both. They each Mm -hmm. have their pros and cons. For instance, you're on Meerkat and when people are commenting and you're having the engagement, which is very important, it's a big part of using this, it stays on there and you can scroll and read it. Whereas Periscope, if somebody's commenting, it pops up and stays on for a few seconds and then it fades out and you cannot get it back. So that there's some pros and cons with that right there. But then also with Meerkat, once it's over, it's gone. You have an option to save it on your phone into your camera roll, which is nice. But with Periscope, as soon as it's over, you do get an option to save it on your phone also, but it stays up on Periscope for 24 hours. And that's pretty cool. And it'll let you know how, how many people viewed it uh, live and how many people are viewing the replay. So it has a few things that are cool that I like. Um, the quality is really, really good on Periscope. Really, really good quality video. So right now, if I was going to pick one today that I would be using, I still go back to Meerkat. I'm very loyal to them. I, I really like that they were first. I like their platform. Uh, they listen. The logo. <laughs> yeah, the logo is cool. They listen. When they were first out, like the first week they were out, I was, you know, the guy that started it, Ben Rubin, I mean, I would tweet him. I would tweet Meerkat. I did a lot of just promotion for them because I like the app and I wanted them to see like, hey, this is somebody who's big in social media, who's using the app and who loves the app. And they would favorite every tweet I put out promoting them. Um, And a couple of times Ben did respond to several I put out there. And it was impressive. Like they were really listening. Whereas Periscope being owned by Twitter, you know, they're not doing that. They're not like really 
listening to all the big people talking about them. I mean, sure, they'll they'll do some retweets and favorites, but I just like that, you know, they're kind of the underdog, that Meerkat's the underdog, mm-hmm. and, and I really like that. And and my peers and I have been talking about it, and we all agree that we, we like that Meerkat was first. We were all using it. We're all loyal to it, and most of us are sticking with them. Awesome. I love it. And, yeah, I think that's, you know, like uh... – in many cases, also this applies also to this one, guys. Periscope, Meerkat, again, you find the links in the show notes. Just try them both and see what works best for you. And Madeline, thank you for, for telling us some of the pros and cons of, of each uh, of the two apps. And actually, who knows, maybe at some point, we may be even using one of the two apps for a Gigi chat. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> 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 and and we have covered quite a lot of, of ground in this in this great conversation with you with you. We've talked about the Twitter profile, we've talked about images, we, you gave us some tips on how we can cut through the noise. You you share the tools you use and recommend for, for being more productive on Twitter and getting more things done. We talked now about the, uh, we talked about Twitter cards as a great way to collect email addresses and really catch the attention of people who take a look at your profile. And now we talked about Periscope and Meerkat. And to wrap up this episode, I'd like you to tell us more about your new course. You have a new course, the Twitter Smarter Class. Can you tell all of us more about Twitter Smarter Class? Absolutely. It's twittersmarterclass.com. That's the link to it. And what I've been doing for the last two years is I, I've put together this course. I call it Twitter Smarter. Uh, over the years, I've, I've asked lots of people, um, you know, online and when I'm traveling in person, you know, what social media do you feel like you need the most help with? Which one are you just not quite understanding? And every time it comes back to Twitter, people feel Mm -hmm. like they really need help with Twitter. So I developed this course and it's set up so that um, you can purchase it and watch the videos and go at your own pace. But then what I do once or twice a year, I also do the live training sessions because Twitter does change uh, a few times a year. They make changes. And so I like to keep it updated and fresh. So actually right now I am doing the live training sessions. But what's great about this course is not the type of course where you pay for it. You get a few videos and you're done and and that's that and and you have mm-hmm. no access to the instructor. I don't work like that. I'm all about over delivering. That's how I am in everything I do. So with this course, there's four modules of training so you can go at your own pace, but also you can take advantage of the live four-week course and you're able to do live Q&A with me, which is a big benefit to this. So while I'm teaching the class, you can ask the questions and they get answered right on the spot. I also provide worksheets and to-do lists because I think it's really important to have things to be working on and it helps to really get you think. I end each module with a list of things to do um, Mm -hmm. that I think really, really helps bring it all together. Um, There's also a private Facebook group. So that's one of the big bonuses is when you sign up for the course, you get to join my private Facebook group. And it's great because you get direct access to me. So you can ask questions while you're taking the course, but you can also ask questions after you take the course. And I'm always posting articles that I come across that I think 
are helpful and relevant. And of course, when there's new things like the Periscope and Meerkat, I'm sharing it with my students and they have the um, opportunity to ask me questions. And this is a forever access class. You pay the course one time and every time I go through and have the new live sessions, you're allowed to come and take the live course and be part of it at no charge. So I, I really like that I have this in place. So I've, I've really built a community around this course. And also, I want to offer a special discount for your listeners, Jan. And so what I have have in place is if you go and sign up, you go to twittersmarterclass.com, you get to a coupon code in there, you put in 360ENT. So 360ENT, you put that in there, it's going to take $20 off the class. So I, I want to give a discount for your listeners. There's uh, no deadline on this. It's just an ongoing. So whenever somebody listens to this, if they want to take my course, um, we're going to give them a discount. Well, Madeleine, that's awesome. You rock. And guys, if you have enjoyed this episode, if you're about to sign up for the Twitter Smarter class, and if you know someone who could benefit from the Twitter tips Madeleine has shared with us on this episode, make sure to share the link to this episode on Twitter and mention Madeleine. Again, she's at, at Madeleine Sklar. Madeleine, you have given us so many fantastic tips, so much food for thoughts. And to wrap up this conversation, I want to ask you if you have one final tip for all of us. Yeah, sure. You know, I have found that people do not realize that when they're at twitter.com, they have access to really robust analytics that will just give them all the stats they need to really know how well they're doing on Twitter. So when you're at twitter.com and you go to your profile, uh, at the top right, when you click on your profile image, there's actually a link It says analytics. It used to not say that. Actually, this is fairly <laughs> new. It used to be hidden in the Twitter ads and people did not know this was there because if they weren't doing ads, but you didn't have to pay for ads to get to the stats. But now they put it really in the forefront. So if you click on analytics, it brings you to a page and I love this because what it does, it gives you a 28-day summary at the top. So it just gives you the stats on how well you've been doing in the in the last 28 days. I think that's really, really powerful. It tells you how many tweets, number of impressions, how many visits and mentions and followers. I love this. And then when you scroll down, it'll take the most recent month and give you basically a snapshot from the first of the month until today, whatever today's date is. And then you scroll down and then it'll give you each month, like the full month. And so when I look at mine, I see the, the full month of March, 2015, it'll tell you the top tweet and show you how many impressions it received. It'll show you your top mention. It'll do a summary of how many tweets you did for the month, how many mentions, like all these great stats. And then one that I really like is it'll tell you the top follower. And what it's doing is each month, they're going to let you know who followed you that has a lot of followers. So for instance, I, my top follower is peoplesearches.com and they have 1.52 million 
followers. And I'm looking, I know I'm looking at this and I'm wowed by it. Like I have this top follower has a lot of followers and they're following me. Very, very impressive. And also we'll tell you your top media tweet and let you know how many impressions you got. And since we're talking about Meerkat and Periscope, mine for March is, is, um, it's an article I shared. Uh, it says Meerkat strikes back at Periscope with new ways <laughs> to follow. And so that particular tweet I did had 2,500 impressions. So that Whoa. was like really exciting. So it, it's really cool to go through and see these stats. And it, it really is a great way to know what's working and what's not. So you, you give you an idea of what you could do to make it better. So I like that a lot. That's awesome. So we just go to our profile, click there at the, at the uh, top right corner, analytics, and we get a snapshot of how we are doing on Twitter, the top followers, top mentions, everything we do. That's awesome. Madeline, again, thank you so much for being here with us and for your amazing Twitter tips. Thank you, Jan. I really appreciate you having me here. It was my pleasure. Awesome. We are back, Madeline. Thank you so much. It's always fun chatting with you. Thank you for providing us with so much value and great tips on how we can get the most out of Twitter. And guys, Madeline has made this gift for us, the discount. So if you really want to take action and get started with her course and learn more about how you can really take your Twitter presence to the next level, simply go to the page of this episode 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 23 where you find the link to her course and make sure to use the promo code 360ENT so 360ENT make sure to use that and also you find the link to my free course smart social media automation now in the course I talk about also other tools some of which work for Twitter as well so you definitely want to get that course as well you get free access Again, go to 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 23, where you find all the goodies. So you find the link to Madeline's course, you find the free downloadable action guide for this episode, and you find the link to my free course, Smart Social Media Automation. Next episode, we continue this series about social media. And after talking about Facebook, last episode, Twitter today, we're going to talk about LinkedIn in the next episode. Is Jan here? Thank you so much for taking time off your day for being here with Madeline and I. I hope we succeeded in pushing you to take action on Twitter. And if you do, feel free to let me know at Yannick underscore Ilunga. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, guys. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.